For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's going on, everybody? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. Which the Thunder walked away victorious, 110 to 83. Now this game uh, was kind of boring in the first quarter. Uh, I actually put on Twitter that it was atrocious, but with each passing quarter, it got better and better. If you were a Thunder fan. All right, before I actually hook up the TiVo, um, I am pleased to announce we have our first ever ad read. That's right, we have our first sponsor. So. I am a, you're about to hear a word from our very first sponsor. 55 seconds, it'll be gone, and we'll be back to the game action. Thank you for your patience. Alright, so like I said, the first quarter was really ugly. Like, really ugly. Um, and like most games do um, our quarter was kind of decided by Russell Westbrook who started off rough nine minutes of action it was one of five shooting only had two points and two rebounds uh, he, he was really struggling to get anything going he missed two threes and really he was our only guy that was really struggling out there um, Paul George even though he had only five points on two of six shooting one of four from deep he was still affecting the game in different ways. He had seven rebounds, he had two assists, and he was playing good defense around there. So um, those two were really the only ones struggling shooting. Ferguson missed his only attempt, but he was playing good defense. He had three assists in the first quarter, which is pretty impressive for him. Um, Adams, Grant, and Schroeder, and Abrinas were all 100% for the quarter. Uh, Grant and Adams, that's a three for three. Grant had seven, Adams had six. Schroeder was two and two with four points. Abrinas had two points off the bench. Um, Schroeder also had an assist. And Noel came off the bench, played one minute, didn't score. Patterson played three minutes, didn't score. So the scoring was balanced. Uh, as I said before, George had five, Westbrook had two, Grant had seven, Adams had six, Schroeder had four, Abrinas had two. So there wasn't anybody really sticking out as a main scorer. Honestly, it looked like Jimmy Grant was about to explore his career high in this game uh, early on, but um, he did come back down to earth. What was important is on the Pistons side of the ball, Blake Griffin was trying to exploit the quote-unquote mismatch early. Uh, Jimmy Grant was guarding him, and obviously Jimmy Grant's a little bit smaller than Blake Griffin. So Blake Griffin, as I predicted in the weekly, Blake Griffin tried to go to work early in the bully ball, and Jeremy Grant uh, proved to be a little bit tougher of a matchup 
Tim Blake would have bargained for. He shot two of seven. He did make one of two from deep. He had two assists. So he found other ways to impact the game. Andre Drummond kind of struggled with Steven Adams. Uh, Steve did a great job defending this game. And Andre had six points on three rebounds in the first. And then Reggie Jackson, he had one layup in which he put his forearm into Paul George's throat. And nothing was called. Um, he did make the layup, though, but that was his only point for the quarter. Uh, Reggie Bullock went out in three minutes of action uh, on a contest against Paul George. He did not return. Um, it's unclear what really happened, but it looks like he had some discomfort in his leg, so hopefully he's all right. But like I said, that first quarter was extremely, extremely atrocious. Um, you know, the Thunder had four turnovers. The Pistons had three the Thunder actually shot pretty decently. You know, as I said, we had some guys hitting. It's just with Russ and PG missing like they were, it felt like we were shooting worse. But we actually shot 54%. Um, it was the Pistons that were shooting about 29.6% from the field and an abysmal 14.3% from the three-point line. So that definitely contributed to the atrociousness, the atrocity, if you will, <laughs> of the first quarter. Now, going into the second quarter, it was a little bit different. OKC was able to outscore the Pistons 24-23. to 23. You know, <laughs> one point, big whoop. But they took a 50-40 to 40 lead into halftime. And, you know, as I said, things, things were a little bit different in this quarter. Uh, Paul George still didn't score, but Westbrook was able to hit a couple jumpers, one of which being a three-pointer, to add five points to his two. To have seven points, and then Jeremy Grant and Steve Adams, man, they just kept going to work. Um, they Grant made one more shot, Adams made two more shots. Grant's shot was a three, so he ended up with 10 points, and Adams had 14 points going into halftime. These guys both shooting perfect, they were abusing Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond and Zaza Pachulia when he came in for the Pistons. Um, they were just taking full advantage of them on the block, and Detroit literally had no answer for them. Uh, what was surprising is, you know, Schroeder came into the second quarter with uh, four points, no rebounds. He finished the second quarter with six points and six rebounds. He had six boards in the second quarter. So playing a little bit of Russell Westbrook there, uh, Dennis Schroeder getting the rebounds. And, I mean, it, it proved pivotal. Patterson, who was scoreless in the first quarter, had four points. Uh, they were all right at the rim, one in which he got fouled and he missed his free throw. So... It was sad to see, but, you know, it was encouraging to see Patterson show off a little bit of touch around the rim because so often he gets delegated as a spot-up three-point shooter, and he has more to show. He just really hasn't. So it was nice to see him show a little bit of touch around the rim. All right, but the third quarter is where things really started to get kicked off. Um, 87 to 59 was the score at the end of the quarter. OKC actually scored 37 points to the Detroit Pistons 19. And uh, I was watching the Pistons stream, and they actually pulled up a stat that I thought was quite interesting. I tweeted it out from my account. The Oklahoma City Thunder lead the NBA in point differential in the third quarter by plus 79. Plus 79. That big of a point differential. And... The story was the same tonight, um, scoring 37 points in the third quarter. And I tweeted that, you know, that has been a real weakness in the past, in the years prior for the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
they've taken that weakness and they've made it a real strength in this team. Like, you know, if you look in the past, like, we'd struggle in the halftime. It's like, all right, let's come out here and make a statement. And we just didn't. We, we just didn't. Usually that's where the leads would balloon and the guys would sit, but it wasn't because we had a blowout on our hands. It was because the game was at our hands for us. But this year, we're able to come out with new energy. We're able to come out, move the ball, and play defense and, you know, really balloon our lead. So third quarter has been a real strength for us. And Paul George, as I said, he had five points going into halftime. He had 17 at the end of the third quarter. That means he scored 12 points. So he had 17 and 10 at the end of the third. Westbrook had seven points in the at the in ugh, at halftime. He ended the third quarter with 18 points, five re, or six rebounds, six assists. I think I heard on the broadcast he scored 11 points, five rebounds, and four assists in that third quarter. Um, you know Westbrook was showing full control in that game, um, specifically in that quarter. Uh, Grant and Adams both finally missed. Showed they weren't perfect, but Grant did hit another three, good for 15 points. And Adams added on to his total. He had 21 points and six rebounds at that point. Now, Noel only had, he, he scored one more, so he had four points at the end of the third. Patterson didn't score again. Shooter added a rebound and a couple assists to his already stellar performance. Um, but that, that was pretty much it for the Thunder on that side of the ball. Now you look at the Pistons, Reggie Jackson, who had two points in the first quarter, only had eight points um, at the end of the third. So the Thunder did a really good job of shutting him down. And Reggie Jackson's been a really important player for the Detroit Pistons in their five-game win streak and their success overall this season. You know, he's a guy who hasn't been healthy, who's been inconsistent, hasn't been able to move without the basketball. And he's been doing a really good job of doing those things, you know, staying healthy, moving without the basketball finding ways to be effective, and, you know, it's elevated the Pistons this season. Um, but the Thunder were able to do a good job. The combined efforts of Russ Westbrook, Terrence Ferguson, and Paul George make life difficult for Reggie Jackson and, uh, you know, not make a huge impact on this game. Uh, Blake Griffin did have 20 points by the end of the third, but Andre Drummond only had 12 points by the end of the third. So, Blake was able to get his points, but he only shot 7 of 18. Jamie Grant really made life difficult for him. Shot 3 of 8 from deep. You know, you're going to take that with Blake Griffin. I mean, he's become a better three-point shooter over the years, but he's still not a three-point threat. So, eight threes, that's that's kind of chucking if we're being honest for Blake Griffin, but he made three of them. We'll live and die with that. And tonight, we lived with it. So, going into the fourth quarter, um, Paul George, he was done for the night. Russell Westbrook, done for the night. Adams, done for the night. Grant, done for the night. Ferguson played. Noel played. Patterson played. Schroeder played. Abrinas, Burton, Felton, Nader. We finally got our uh, our subs back out there with Nader and Felton. Um, Noel really put his stamp on the game. As I said, he had four points in the end of the third. He finished the game at 12 points. He had eight points in the fourth quarter. Um, he did a really good job around the rim. And not only around the rim of the offensive end, like he has been, showing that chemistry within the shooter, um, on the defensive side of the ball, he was a problem. Like, he only had two blocks in that game, but the amount of shots he affected 
were countless. Like I saw numerous guys just straight up miss layups because they made them more difficult because they saw Nerlens there. And, you know, for lack of a better term, they got scared. So um, Schroeder added on to his uh, stellar performance. You know, he had six points going into the third quarter or at the end of the third quarter. Finished with 12, so he had six in the fourth. Nine rebounds, six assists. Schroeder's chasing the triple-double a little bit there. <laughs> um, it would be interesting to see. I don't know the stat. I don't know if this has ever happened before, but I would like to see two teammates on the same team finish with a triple-double. And honestly, with this team, I don't think it's far-fetched. Russell Westbrook, we know what he's capable of. But Dennis Schroeder, man, he's been stuffing the stat sheet. We know he can score. We know he can dime. But the way he's able to rebound for his position... Like, that was a shock for all of Thunder Nation. Um, pretty much everybody in, in the NBA, if I'm being honest. So, shooter has been great for us. Schroeder and Noel, you know, I touched on the weekly, their chemistry. It's kind of ridiculous how well they play together in the short time that they have played together. But their chemistry is, I, I don't want to say this word wrong, I think it's Im, impla, infallible? What? Their chemistry, it's infallible, right? Or is it impalpable? Palpable? Unpalpable. Non-palpable. <laughs> I can't words. I don't know. What What are you trying to mean? Anyways, their chemistry is awesome. It's unrivaled right now. Um, I, I would say their chemistry is akin to Russell Westbrook, Stephen Adams. And Russ and Steve have been playing together for five, six years. Schroeder and Noel have played together for, what, 21, 22 games. Oh. So... That's really saying something. Um, so, yeah, I, I was really impressed by them. Uh, Abrinas, he had a couple shots at three and he missed it. We need to get his Abuelita at the game more so he can knock down seven threes. But I did like what I saw from him the night. He's playing good defense. He's moving his feet. And the two points that he had were actually on a strong drive to the rim. Um, and, you know, as I've said many times this season, that's just not something you've seen Alex Abrinas do in the previous portion of his career. So it's good to see him willing to do that. It makes the defender honest. You know, they can't just swarm Alex Sabrinas at the three-point line because he's shown the ability to uh, attack the closeout, get to the rim, and finish through traffic. So uh, it was interesting to see Ray Felton. You know, he came out there within seven minutes, shot two of five. That's one thing about Ray Felton. He's going to get his shots up. Uh, he had five shots in seven minutes. Uh, he shot two of five, one of two from deep, but he did have five points. So, congratulations, Ray. <laughs> we understand you can still shoot the ball. <clears throat> um, the Do Detroit Pistons, you know, Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, Reggie Jackson, none of them really played in the fourth quarter. This game was decided really halfway through the third quarter. The Pistons just did not have an answer for the, what the Thunder was bringing on the defensive end, on the energy, on the hustle, and not even the shot making because as a team, we didn't really shoot that great. You know, we shot a good field goal percentage. We shot 50.6%, but we shot 28% from the three-point line. That's not great. That's, that's not great numbers. Um, but we were still able to overcome the Detroit Pistons because we just killed them inside. I mean, look at the rebounds. 52 to 41, we have the advantage. On the defensive end, 46 to 32 specifically. On the assists, 
23-16. Steals was dead even at 10, but on the inside, that's including defense with eight blocks to their three. So, <clears throat> and you round all that up with the points in the paint, 56-46. to 46. Advantage OKC. That's all you got to know. That's the story of the game right there. So, like I said, we won this game 110-83. to 83. And There's a lot of people on Twitter trying to poo-poo this victory, but the Pistons are winners of five straight. They're number four in the Eastern Conference right now. They're top ten in defensive rating. Blake Griffin, Reggie Jackson are having a resurgence in their careers at the Detroit Pistons. They have former coach of the year, Dwayne Casey, as the head coach. Like The Detroit Pistons are a good basketball team. But the Thunder just out-hustled, out-rebounded, outclassed, and outperformed them tonight. And that's how we came up with the W. So, with all that being said, it is now time to present the Academy Award for the Player of the Game. And, honestly... As I said in the first quarter, the scoring is really balanced. And it's no different at the end of the game. But this is my podcast. Nobody else is on it. I, I get to Me. choose who it is. So my player of the game is going to go to Dennis Schroeder. Like I said, Dennis Schroeder only has six points going in the third quarter, but he finished with 12 points, nine rebounds, six assists, and a steal. In 25 minutes of action, he was a plus 25. And, you know, we've been saying all year, Dennis Schroeder is so important. I tweeted this out. I said, Dennis and Nerlens are so important. And it remains true. Like, in the years past, ever since Durant left, whenever Russ would come off the floor, our opponents would just destroy our bench. We can never extend leads because our bench would not allow us to. Now with Dennis Schroeder at the point guard, backup point guard, Nerlens Noel backup center, everybody else kind of falls in line. We're able to extend leads with our bench. There was a, there was one point our bench. Uh, I think we had Dennis Schroeder, Alex Abrines, Deontay Burton, Patrick Patterson, Nerlens Noel out there, and we was outscoring the Detroit Pistons starters. So that just goes to show you. And you know, like I said, this is all about Dennis Schroeder. Like he's the player of the game. But that second unit is ran by him. He is the captain. He is the head. He is the leader. He has taken that six-man role, and he has fully embraced it. And he had his fingerprints all over this game tonight. He only shot one three-pointer tonight, which is kind of uncharacteristic for Dennis this, this, uh, this season. But, as I said, he was able to be effective. He shot right under 50% at 6 of 13. But his chemistry with Noel... Uh, his chemistry with all the guys, really. His, his ability to get to the rim at will. And his underrated rebounding grants him player of the game status. So, congratulations, Dennis Schroeder. You are tonight's player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? I'll <laughs> <laughs> be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. <laughs> it does. Whatever. All right, guys. Now it's time to get into my most impressive unit. And- and I kind of touched on a little bit, but the unit of Dennis Schroeder, Alex Sabrinas, Patrick Patterson, Nervous Noel, and Deontay Burton get my 
most impressive unit because they were able to extend the lead. You know, the starters came out at the end of the third quarter. Um, you know, they made it easy for them. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they were almost up 30 points on them. But there's been many times that our starters have came out with a similar lead, similar advantage, and the team just be able to chip away, chip away, chip away, get it down to like 10, maybe even 9 points, and cause our starters to come back out there. But the bench was able to do their job. They were able to um, not only hold that lead, but extend it a little bit. And to keep our starters on the bench, give them you know that rest they need, let them enjoy the game as spectators. So, most impressive unit goes to the second unit. Uh, you guys keep that up, and we'll have a pretty good season. Um, before I wrap this up, I want to leave you with this thought because I saw somebody talk about it on Twitter. Uh, it was actually uh, Kaylee. I, I don't know what her ad is, but it's KB. You guys know who KB is. She goes to war with Kevin Durant all the time. Um, but she said OKC could win it this year, like for real. And this is something I've been saying ever since we made the moves we made. We brought Paul George back. We signed Jeremy Grant. Brought in Nerls Noel. We traded Carmelo for Dennis Schroeder and Timothy Lowe Cabarro. We drafted Hamdi Diallo. We brought Deontay Burton in on a two-way contract. This is something I've been saying because our bench is the deepest it's ever been. Don't at me on that. Our defense is the best it's ever been. And we are finally buying in to Coach Billy Donovan's system. And Coach Billy Donovan's system is ball movement. He's a seven seconds or less kind of guy. He wants to move the ball, get moving around for the best shot, and get it up quick. You know, he, so often, our offense was through ISOs and high pick and rolls, and everything would develop out of that. But now we actually have an offense. We are moving the ball. We're getting good shots, and it starts and finishes with our defense. And I don't think Billy Donovan gets enough credit for what this team's been able to do. Um... You know, like I said, they started out 0-4. I mean, we all remember that. It was very dark days, very dark times. Nobody really appreciated those times. But we are now 15-7. All right, we have won 15 of our last, wow, math, 15 of our last 18 games. And we don't do that if we don't buy into Billy's system. And honestly, even the four losses that we had, we were bought into Billy's system. We was moving the ball. It just wasn't falling. We was playing great defense. We just couldn't do so without fouling. And that's why we lost those four games. You know, we I'm not going to say we have a chance to be undefeated right now, but we have a chance to be undefeated right now. I mean, everybody kind of has a chance to be undefeated right now, but you know what I'm saying. Like, sometimes the shots aren't going to fall. And tonight they didn't fall. You know, like I said, we shot 28% from three. But our defense is the heart and soul of this team. It is the most important aspect of this team. It's our bread and butter. And as long as we can play great defense, we're going to be a great team. And KB, I'm with you. I think this team has what it takes to win it all. We do need to get healthy, though. <laughs> we 100% need to get healthy. Um I do have to say, with tonight's victory, OKC has a chance to... Oh, nope. Looks like Nuggets have beaten the Toronto Raptors. Man. If the Raptors were to beat the Nuggets and the Pelicans beat the Clippers, 
we would have been the number one team in the Western Conference, which would have been awesome. You know, feels great, but ultimately it means nothing this early in the season. It just, it looks good to see the Thunder on top of the Western Conference. But uh, the Pelicans are down four with seven and a half minutes left to go uh, against the Los Angeles Clippers. So the Clippers could go down and we could move to the number two team in the Western Conference, which while it isn't number one, it is pretty impressive. Um, so yeah, you know, this team, it's a good team. Like I said, I think we have a really good chance. We have we have a high ceiling this year. That's what I'm going to say. We have a chance to do something special. We just have to continue to show up for the games that we wouldn't typically show up for. And some of those games that we wouldn't show up for, for instance, the Nets coming up on Wednesday. On Friday, the Bulls coming up. You know, those are two big games that we haven't showed up for in the past, those types of games. And, you know, we really just need to go in there and take care of business. If we could take care of business against them, we know what we could do against the best teams. We know we show up against the best teams. If we could take care of business against the lower tier teams and show up for the big teams, I have, like, sky's the limit for what this team could do. But, guys, with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Go ahead and hit us up on Twitter, at OKCTopicThunder. We've got some great things coming up. Um, and as terms of live tweeting, uh, you know, whenever we have the uh, the live podcasting, whenever a game's going on, when we're doing the weekly, we'll have GIFs put up there, courtesy of our own Stephen Dolan, at SteveThunderFan. He's awesome. If you don't follow him, you should. Um, go ahead and follow the rest of my team, man. Go follow at Alex NTTB. He works so hard on Twitter. He's got a great website, nowitsthunderbasketball.com. Definitely check him out. At Matty Mullins Pod, Matthew Mullins. Uh, one of the smartest stats guys I know, and we're lucky to have him on our team. And at Anthony Montero613, I believe. <laughs> yeah, go follow Ant-Man, man. Ant-Man is a great guy. He knows his basketball, loves his thunder, and he's also a Marvel nerd like me, so I appreciate that guy. Um, definitely follow your boy at Thunder Chats on Twitter, as well as at OKC Top Thunder. Hit us up, uh, shout us out, and, you know, spread the word. Find us at thundersintentions.com. Now it's thunderbasketball.com. Wherever you listen to your podcast, leave us a five-star review, positive rating, uh, wow, I mixed that up. Leave a five-star rating and a positive review. Definitely helps us out, and we can use that to get sponsors like we had in this podcast. And, yep, yeah, we got a lot of awesome things coming up. Uh, the Thunder are 15-7, number two team in the West, hopefully. <laughs> and it's going to be a fun season. So stick along with us, and it's going to be a fun ride. All right, I'm done talking now. Y'all have a great night. God bless, and Thunder up! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.